You know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak today about Pentecost, because this is the day of Pentecost, and I'm going to give you the title right at the get-go, right from the start of my message today, and the title of my message is, it was going to be fuel to the fire, but then I added a little something to the front of that, add fuel to the fire, and that is my prayer request to God today. Oh Lord, will you add fuel to the fire today? Will you add fuel to the fire of Pentecost that was first burning in that upper room on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2? Will you add fuel to the fire right now? In the upper room. And I'm going to speak to you from... The book of Acts, our namesake, chapter 2, verse 1. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. And they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now we, we want to keep context. And the context of this setting really began in the previous chapter. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8 when Jesus said you would receive power after the Holy Spirit came upon you. After the Holy Spirit filled you. You would receive power to be Witnesses, You see, Pentecostal power, if it's not about the harvest, then we have missed it. Hello? We can no longer make Pentecost about speaking in tongues and nothing else. Hello? Yes, that is a part of the experience of the initial uh, baptism. When you experience that, Scripture, New Testament is strong in explaining and teaching that to us. But I know I grew up in, a, in, in the previous generation, I grew up under. It was all about if you spoke in tongues, well, that's it. You have the fire. You're, you're Pentecostal. Whether you ever share it with anybody or not really was irrelevant and didn't matter. My friend, it does matter. And I want to I I help us all understand from this day forward, if we don't already, that Pentecostal fire is to empower us to reach the harvest. It's to empower us to, uh, for our witness or our testimony to burn and spread to others. Hallelujah. When the Spirit comes upon you, you'll be witnesses. And he, then, then Scripture goes on to tell us also... You'll experience speaking in other tongues when the fire of Pentecost touches your life. You see, it was 50 days from Passover to Pentecost. And for the Jews, Pentecost is called Shavuot. And it's the celebrating of God giving the Torah to Moses, the first five books of the Bible. To us, of course, it is remembering the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell in the upper room and birthed the church of Jesus Christ. Which, for 2020, my friend, takes on a whole new meaning as so many of us have been in a quarantine now for the last 50 days plus due to COVID-19. 
I'm suggesting to you, the children of God today, let us understand that our quarantine has been ordered of the Lord. And I'm, I'm, I'm just believing that it was ordered of God as a kind of upper room, as a shutting in together and a shutting out of the distractions of the world. And there are so many examples of God shutting in a person or a people just before he's about to release something supernatural from heaven. And I declare to you today that we are coming out in that power of the Holy Spirit. And I am asking God to add fuel to the fire. Not light the fire. Now let's make sure we're not praying the wrong thing. We don't pray light the fire. The fire of Pentecost never, has never gone out. Hello? It has never gone out. I'm here to tell you there's a fire in you that has never gone out. You might have thought it went out. It might just be some hot, red hot, smoldering uh, embers or ashes. But the fire has never gone out. You know what has gone out for some of us? And, and I'm getting ahead of myself. But what's gone out for some of us is not the fire but the flame. I said, not the fire, but the flame. So I'm not asking God to send fire. I'm asking God to breathe, breathe his flammable breath upon each one of us and add flames, add fuel, add flames to the fire again. Man, I need fire in my prayer language again. I need fire in my tongues again. I need fire, the fire of the Holy Ghost I need the fire of God in my giftings and my anointings. I need him to add fuel to that fire again. So I'm not asking him to send it. God sent the fire once and for all. But I'm asking God to add fuel to that fire so that it burns hotter and brighter than ever before. And I believe as a result... We will reach a harvest that we've never reached before in the history of the church because time is short. Time is running out. I do believe that through that fire, we will see demonstrations, signs, wonders, and miracles that all point to Jesus, who is the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. This is the time for the prophet Joel's words to come to pass. Just as Peter spoke them when he emerged from the upper room. And I'll quote them from the book of Acts. And he's borrowing the words of the prophet Joel. He says, no, no, no. This, and they said, they're drunk. We're not going to get into all that. He says, no, 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 they're not. This is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. Oh church, our God is a fire-breathing God. Oh how we need Him to add fuel to the fire so that we can be set ablaze again. So that we can spread this fire to others through the manifestation of signs, wonders, and miracles just as Jesus said we would do. Hallelujah. I'm talking about children prophesying. That's part of that prophecy. Younger men seeing visions. Older men like me dreaming dreams. The deaf hearing and the mute speaking. The blind seeing and the paralyzed walking. 
the oppressed set free, and the sick healed, the demonized delivered, the bound up being released, your hands being laid on the sick, and they are healed, your ministry casting devils out of people, your shadow healing somebody, your handkerchief being laid on a sick person, and they are healed. Oh, Lord Jesus, add fuel to the fire so that we may finally do greater works that you said we would do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're tired of rehearsing past miracles in order to keep our faith strong. I know I am. I'm done hearing about signs, wonders, and miracles in other places and at other times, but not right here and right now. Oh, Lord, add fuel to the fire right here, right now in each one of us so that we may spread that holy fire to those who are desperate. Add fuel to the fire of your grace. Add fuel to the fire of your love. Add fuel to the fire of your power. Add fuel to the fire of your salvation. Breathe that flammable breath upon us today. If you're trying to get flame again, or get flame for the first time, what do you have to have plenty of in order to see uh, smoldering whatever burst into flame again? Have you ever watched them guys, these uh, survivor kind of guys? And they might have a flint rock or they might be rubbing two sticks together or they might have a little a spark thing that shoots a spark and they shoot the spark on there and what, are they, what is the very next thing they start doing to get a flame? Blowing! Blowing. <laughs> You mean we need the breath? We need the breath of God. All God, all God has to do is start blowing across your heart again and blowing on your gift again and blowing on His call in your life again and blowing on the grace that is already in you and you'll see flame again. Oh, Lord, breathe. Blow, Holy Spirit, upon us like you did in that upper room and set us afire with the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll let all the other pastors, you know, start, uh, preach today about how do we cope in the aftermath of COVID-19. How do we put our lives back together? How do we? They can do all that, and there's a bunch of that going on probably. But the Lord just said to me, talk about the fire. This is what we need in our hearts, our lives, in our mouths, in our worship, in our prayer, in our services. We need the fire of God. We need God to add fuel to the fire. We need to get flames again. Hallelujah. And we're going to come out of this upper room with flames again. We're going to come out of being shut in, of being in a quarantine. We're going to come out and be filled, or for some, refilled with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Oh God, I came with a cry and a prayer on my lips today. Will you add fuel to the fire? Hallelujah. Now, we all know John 3.16. We grew up memorizing it, quoting it. For God so loved the world, and most everybody in this room. Unbelievers can quote it. It's probably the, it is the most 
popular, the most well-known scripture in all the Bible. It's almost universal. For God so loved the world. John 3.16. We quote it, we pray it, we sing it, we share it. I'm going to declare to you today that this is the day for a Luke 3.16. And let me tell you what Luke 3.16 is. John answered them, John the Baptist speaking. I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I will come. The straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. I say this is the day for Luke 3.16 in our midst and in our lives. Now I've never, I've heard all kinds of preaching on what is that baptism of fire. I've heard every kind of angle you can possibly imagine on what is that baptism of fire. I'm not really sure what it is. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure enough to say the baptism of fire is blank. I, I, I'm not really sure what it is. I just know if Jesus came and he decided we need a baptism of the Holy Ghost and we need a baptism of fire, I want this baptism of fire. If I don't have it, I want it because Jesus said he would give it to us. And so I am hungrier than ever before for a baptism of fire, for a baptism of fire, whatever that is. Oh, God, we need it. Add fuel. Breathe on us today. That flammable breath. And set us ablaze again. Shut up, Osaha. Hallelujah. 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 I know fire, it makes some things better, but it also consumes other things. You see, it's a dual work. I'm as hungry for God to set me on fire to burn out all the gunk and garbage as I am to have power and signs and wonders. God, that fire, it purges, it cleanses, it purifies all the right things, and it consumes all the wrong things. Folks, everyone hearing this message right now, you have a fire inside of you. That fire's not going out. Again, the flame, maybe the flame has gone out, but the fire has not. And you need God today. You need to ask God today to add fuel to the fire. You've got a fire called spiritual gifts. You just need God to breathe on them and set them aflame, set them ablaze again. You've got a fire called salvation in you, but you need God to just add fuel to that fire. You've got a fire called praise But you need God to breathe on that praise and add some fuel to that fire of your praise. I said he needs to add fuel to the fire of your own testimony. On this post-COVID-19 day of Pentecost, let's ask God together to add fuel to the fire of our testimonies. Let's ask him to add fuel to the fire of our salvation. Oh God, will you come today? Will you come today and add fuel to the fire of the smoldering embers on the inside of me? Will you come today and add fuel to the fire? Paul wrote these words to young Timothy in 2 Timothy 1 verse 5. I'm reminded of your sincere faith which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded now lives in you also. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame. See, the fire was there. 
God said to Timothy, you need to have the fire fanned, breathed upon so the flame comes back, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us. Did you know that was the very verse ahead of that? God has not given us a spirit of... I memorized a lot of scriptures in the King James because when I was growing up, that was the only Bible there was. So the King James, for God has not... However you memorize that, just before it, Paul is exhorting Timothy, fan into flame the gift of God in you. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. Now the amplified translation of verse 6 The fan into flame. You won't see it on the screen, but I'm just going to quote it to you. The Amplified Version says, That is why I remind you to stir up, rekindle the embers of, fan the flame of, and keep burning the gift of God, the inner fire. Whoo, I like that. The inner fire that is in you by means of the laying on of my hands. Oh God, will you breathe on the embers of my inner fire and set it ablaze again? Will you add fuel to the inner fire of my gifts so they can burn again? Will you add fuel to the inner fire of my dream so it can live again? Will you add fuel to the inner fire of my love so my love will burn again? Will you send the fire upon the inner altar of my heart so that the sacrifice of my my praise will burn again so that the sacrifice of my worship will burn again so that the sacrifice of my obedience will burn again so that the sacrifice of my testimony will burn again oh lord send the fire send the fire send the fire send the fire and baptize us baptize us everyone baptize us everyone hallelujah I just admitted, and I'll say it again, I'm really not sure what this baptism of fire is. I'm not sure. I believe it could be this, it could be that, it could be a combination of things. I'm not sure, but the scripture is clear. Jesus came to give us a baptism of fire. And and if I don't ask for anything else, post-COVID-19, I'm asking Jesus to baptize me in and with this fire. I do know it's holy. It's a holy fire. It renews all the right things and consumes all the wrong things all at the same time. Oh, Lord, let your holy fire consume any prejudices that remain in me. God, deliver us. Let your fire consume any prejudices In the body of Christ. Let your fire consume any anger. That's on the inside of me. Let your fire consume any bitterness. That I've been protecting and keeping. Let your fire consume any fear. That's trying to control my life. Oh God let your holy fire. Consume any pride. That is inside of me. Add fuel to the fire of the gifts. That are on the inside of me. While at the same time consuming any and all reliance on self or any reliance on flesh and blood. I don't know if you've ever read any of the accounts of the Azusa Street refueling. Because again, the fire was on the day of Pentecost. At Azusa Street, God breathed and set into flame again the Pentecostal fire that had dwindled down into just embers. 
There were accounts, eyewitness accounts. And I have a preserved man- manual of the apostolic faith paper, the, the apostolic faith newsletter journal that was being printed at the time. I could read you some things in there. You'd be like, that's not how could that be possible? People receiving the fire of Pentecost at Azusa Street. Did you know that there is, uh, there is a thriving underground church in China that can trace its roots all the way back to Azusa Street? Because God gave languages. Foreign languages supernaturally were given at Azusa Street. Eyewitness accounts would, eyewitnesses would say that they could see physical flames lapping through the roof of the building. Fire trucks often would come rolling up to that little two-story like old livery barn horse stable thingamajigger that was converted into the, into the meeting room for the revival at Azusa Street. Oh, Lord, set Acts Worship 2 on fire for the whole community to see. Jesus said, Jesus said he would baptize us in fire. Set us on fire and send the world here to watch us burn, oh God. Hallelujah. We need this fire to be his witnesses. Again, Pentecostal fire is about harvest. Not about feeling better, not about being distinctive from somebody else, setting us apart from somebody else, making us better, more spiritual. I'm so sick of all of that nonsense. I grew up under that nonsense. Where if you weren't Pentecostal, you didn't even speak to anybody who wasn't. They were the enemy. Now we've come a long way, thank God. But we still have a lot of leftover of that nonsense. God... Baptize us in fire, rebaptize us so that our testimony, so that our witness will be set ablaze, so that the harvest that Jesus always had on his mind, the harvest can be reached, not so that we can define ourselves based on a certain experience. We need this baptism of fire to reach lost people with the hope who is Jesus. We need this baptism of fire so we can have the power we need to spread the gospel of the kingdom in this final hour. We need, a uni- we need, we need to be, we must be a unified church emerging from COVID-19, preaching the one and only gospel of the kingdom, not with words of men's wisdom, but with fire and by the power of the Holy Ghost. Enough with all the self-serving, spiritually arrogant, fleshy and flashly preaching in this country. This fire baptism is not self-serving. It is an internal experience, but it is for an external work. I said it's an internal experience for an external work. That internal experience is, is one of holiness. That external work is spreading the gospel of the kingdom. I said earlier that each one of you have a fire of, called a testimony. You have a fire called a testimony. My prayer for you is, oh Lord, add fuel to the fire of every testimony represented right now in this meeting. Add fuel to the fire of each and every testimony. Breathe your flammable breath upon the fire of everyone's testimony. This is a new time for us, folks. It's a new time. It's a new beginning. It's a new season. It's a fi- I don't say just new season. I believe it's a final season has begun on this day of Pentecost. The final season. 
And they came out of that upper room and they shook the entire known world. And they didn't have internet and this, that, and social media and phones and texts. They didn't have any of that. And folks, we're going to do it again in Jesus' name. We're going to shake this entire community. We're going to shake this nation as we come out of this quarantine. When they came out of that upper room, it was anything but business as usual. It was anything but getting back to normal. It was anything but getting my favorite seat back. I had to throw that in. I just had to throw that one in. It was anything but life as it used to be. You see, they'd been marked. They'd been marked by fire. They'd been branded by fire. They'd been filled with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I want to ask you to get up on your feet right now. Everybody's standing. The worship team is coming back. Everybody's standing. Ask God to add fuel to the fire in my heart and life today. In this moment, in your own way, you watching us online, stand up where you are. Lift up both hands. Oh God, add fuel to the fire of my testimony. Fan into flame, oh God, the gifts that are in me. Fan into flame, oh God, the grace and the anointings in my life, my dreams and my visions. Oh God, fan into flame. flaming, burning torch of an example of a witness to those around me. Hallelujah. In the fire, oh God. Add fuel. Breathe on every ember and let it burst into flame again in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, add fuel to the fire of healing and let healing break out everywhere in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Add fuel to the fire. Add fuel to the fire. Add fuel to the fire. We bless you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Give us another Pentecost. Breathe on us that flammable breath. Burst into flame again. The gift of God. Your love for God your service to the Lord and to the kingdom. God, we are calling out all the reserves. We're calling them all out to the front lines to reach a harvest that's ripe and ready. Broken people, hurting people, confused people, all they're getting from our our media is confusion and mixed messages and misinformation. Oh God, send us to them with hope. Send us to them with a word of hope that comes through Christ. Send the fire. Fan into flame. Fan into flame. Breathe on every ember. Oh, the fire has not gone out. The devil is a liar. Your fire has not gone out. God's going to breathe on you right now. Breathe on us, Holy Ghost. Let your breath blow through this place like a mighty rushing wind. Hallelujah. Breathe on us where we stand, right where we sit, right where we're watching right now. Breathe, Holy Spirit. Breathe, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 
We refuse, we refuse to keep quiet any longer. We refuse, Lord, to live beneath the standard that Jesus came to baptize us in the Holy Ghost and in fire. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Baptize us afresh. Fan into flame. Breathe on every ember. Breathe on every ember.